Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Welcome to Textroverts, the podcast exploring the how behind the who of people working in tech. My name is Martina Simon and I am your host. This podcast covers anything but the job. We introduce the guest, move on to the buzz wheel, a letter number randomizer that determines the questions I'll ask, and we close with sage advice about careers in the industry. Plug in. We're recording. And Theus, I'd love your elevator pitch before we move into the questions. Over to you. Thank you so much. Uh, yes, so I'm Anthias Weir. I am a marketing manager here at Meta. I've been in the company for two years. I'm really interested in creative. So I do a lot of marketing things outside of work. And I'm from London. <laughs> so I originally, I <laughs> he enjoys long saying. walks on the beach. <laughs> <laughs> now that we've kind of gotten the intros out of the way, we're going to explore everything else. So we move on to what I call the buzzwill. The buzzwill is a bank of 520 questions where the letter between A and Z gives you the question format. So that could be how, why, what, where, when. And the number between one and 20 gives you the question topic. So that could be anything from food to fashion or education. So Andreas, I'm going to ask you to give me a number between one and 20 and a letter between A and Z. W8. All the way at the end of the alphabet here. So eight gives us the topic of education. And the question is, why does the national curriculum insist on teaching students subjects like dance and Latin? <laughs> that sounds heavily loaded towards these are shit topics. <laughs> like, well, yeah, exactly. That's what but to provide some context here, I went to a school, a secondary school, where they started embedding all of these specialist languages. They first started off with French and German and Spanish, the, the ones most schools had. And then suddenly it was like, you could learn Latin and I did Italian and there was all types, but then... I've never really used the Italian in a strong way. That's my own fault. I'd love someone else's thoughts on this. So if you asked me when I was a child, I would have said this is a whole lot of foolishness. However, mm. as an adult, you know, as an English person, mm. going like at my school, we had French, but it was not pushed. The only thing I remember is qu'est-ce That's it. So I think <laughs> when you think about how integrated we are, it's unlikely that you'll go to a country and you're just going to be surrounded by English people. It's multicultural everywhere now, for sure. Yeah, exactly. I study German and like my phone's in German. I really immerse myself in oh, it wow. because I'm quite embarrassed to not be able to speak another language. And it language. really yeah. annoys me mm-hmm. when I hear people say, well, you know, everyone speaks English. So from that perspective, mm-hmm. I think it is important that schools broaden their horizon on the different mm-hmm. languages that they teach because I think it embeds not just the fact that you're learning a language, but that mentality that there are so many different ways to communicate. Mm. Going back to things like dance, I think from a school perspective, it's so important that you don't just go to school and, you know, your period looks like maths, English, science. Yeah. And let's be clear, like creativity is what innovates. Like in tech, that's how tech is able. I mean, look at what we're building within Meta, right? It's all about that creativity. Well, yeah. So then it's interesting on that point then, because Rishi Sunak was proposing this thing when the economy was going the way it seems to be going now, where the only subjects I think he wanted people in the UK, at least to be able to study were the ones that led to specific careers. So he was talking about doctors, medicine, accountants, and I was really upset with that sort of suggestion. So I completely agree with you. It is very sad because because when I was at school, our IT looked like some stupid ladybird and you gave it instruction, it would be walking up and down (laughs) the street. And that was our lesson. So I think it is very important. And I think it's good that we do have these subjects. We don't just 
what did it take to kids what they should be doing we do need to give them freedom to have that creative flair yeah yeah and and one last point on that I guess is when you think about non-privileged backgrounds where else would you get access to latin or dance you know you you may go home and the only thing you are told to do is your your maths or your whereas if you can get exposure at a young age then maybe there'll be more underrepresented groups in the creative art so yeah from that standpoint it's there as as a platform and it is important so um we've u-turned thank you for that could you give me another letter and number please I'm going to do V9. V9. Okay, so nine gives us the topic of astrology and the question, whose astrological sign clashes with yours? Everybody, apart from cancer. (laughs) But apart from, (laughs) are you a cancer? I'm a cancer. (laughs) That's really interesting because I don't know how into astrology you are, but I'm a Pisces and cancer and Pisces are meant to get on historically really well. And I believe in this stuff quite a lot. Interestingly, you said everybody, so maybe you're the problem. (laughs) (laughs) No, I mean, mean, like, it's very rare for me to clash with people. So I think if I have clashed with people, I wouldn't say it's because they're a whatever else is on their heart and cancer. Yeah, Yeah, it's just because they're a moron. Do you see what I mean? That's how I just look at it. (laughs) Do you have siblings? I'm my only child. What about close cousins? Yeah, none of them are cancers. The only cancer was my is, is my nan, actually. She's a cancer. We get on. Like a house well. she, makes me, she makes me laugh a lot, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my stance on it, and you can take this or leave it, but somebody said it, and I've definitely embodied it. We are made up of, is it like 70%, 80%, maybe more water? And mm-hmm. the moon affects the water on the world. There's no way that the planets interact with water on the surface of the Earth and have an effect, but don't on the water inside sapiens inside humanity that would be it's just logic would prevail i remember i don't know where i heard it or kind of like if i've just created that but i do think there's something in it but then also i'm a little bit romantic and sentimental which could just be me wanting to believe in it so let's move on i I think think it's the latter (laughs) but we can go with the intelligence (laughs) all righty another letter and number please t one one gives us the topic of family and T, the question is, which member of your family do you argue with the most? Perfect segue. <laughs> I would say my mum. <laughs> That's interesting. Yeah. Is that, so sometimes that could be because you're super close and you're similar or because you yeah. have really different opposite end opinions. Which one would you say it was? If you asked me this question when I was younger, I would say it's because what I thought was that we had differences in opinions. But as mm. I've gone older... Um, become her (laughs) yeah we have we're very very similar we argue but then the good thing with the way that we argue is that literally within like an hour we're talking to each other normally and then Mm. we will sit down and we'll talk about it and if there's an apology needed which is rare to be fair we just get on with it and and I think it's actually healthy to unlock even the way that I am in my day-to-day life yeah my closest relationships friends family whatever we have differences. That's so normal to me. I think it's really wooden and odd if I've known you for any period of time and we've never had, we've never shared our real feelings on things. So I completely agree. Yeah. Then I want to know, are you the one to yield and back down in an argument with anybody or would it be that, would you wait for the other person to back down? I get big fiery energy from you in the best way, but would love to know how you, (laughs) how you deal with arguments. (laughs) What's the score? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I can be quite sharp with my tongue, mm. you know, not in a disrespectful way, but I, I'm quite I said what I said, Nini Leaks energy. 
Wow, that was really revealing. Thank you for being so earnest there. If I could please ask for another letter and number combo. J7. Okay. Seven is the topic of aspirations. And the question uh, under J is, how many of your dreams are you currently working towards? I really want to have children. So I think that's something Mm -hmm. where, because I've been so focused on my career and focused on, you know, my working life, my professional life, I've not put so much effort into that personal side of me. But when I look back and I think of the things that I have been able to achieve, I've done quite good things. I would uh, Mm. have anyway. I think that's one element of things where I'm definitely putting probably 90% more of my effort into and I've already taken steps to focus more on myself. To, mm. to be able to, you know, be in the right frame of mind to sit down mm-hmm. into our family. I love that. And I love your self-awareness there because a lot of people would attribute aspirations to something professional and you have, but personal life is as important. You know, outside of work, you're a real person. And if you're focusing 90% of your energy on it now, you've probably kind of come to conclusions about how you'd balance stuff and kind of what you'd ha- what would have to take a step back for that to take a step forward. I mean, that's an amazing feat. Is it quite scary to be thinking about having children and putting those you know things in place but absolutely not I think if there's one thing that I would say that I struggle with Mm. is I would always try and channel my energy into work I am so comfortable Mm -hmm. taking risks when it comes to work Mm -hmm. if you ask me in a personal setting what is Anthea's in that sense I'll just Mm -hmm. sit down there and be like I completely kind of understand and hear you in terms of being really, really sure of what you want your career to be. It's all of these sort of existential questions are as important, I think. So love that you shared yeah. that. Okay. Well, I would love to ask you the final letter and number combo, please, Andreas. E4. E4. Here we go. Oh, the four brings the topic of drink. And the question under E is, do you prefer tea or coffee or something else to drink in the morning? I don't drink tea and I don't drink coffee. What? Wait, hold up. So (laughs) this is a British man by way of Jamaica. And so there is influences of bush tea and breakfast tea and or coffee. But you're you're is that because of the caffeine or what is there any reason? I've never understood why people sit down and say, I'm going to sit down and have a cup of tea. Don't it just because I make no sense. (laughs) But what about on a when it's like bitters cold and it's the minus five degrees mornings, what is the drink then just water even peppermint tea after a big meal no. or chamomile tea with a little bit of honey no. in coffee is for me like that is the the pinnacle that is the ambrosia of coffee the gods. no i mean i tried i've just recently come back from brazil and i tried oh, like i was like mm. yeah i know people that can't function without having coffee me i i i don't i'll sit down i have nourishment in the morning <laughs> we can um we can agree to disagree. Um, <laughs> and Thais, this has been an amazing chat. Thank you so much for opening up, taking the time and being part of Textroverts. We like to end the podcast or we, there's no we, the royal we. I like to end the podcast asking the guests to give some sage advice, any advice. It could be cringy. It could be professional, something that has influenced you in choosing your career that somebody listening who would love to do the job you do. What's some advice that you could give that person? I remember when I started at SAP and my manager was an amazing manager. During the interview, he was like, your CV is not conventional. Mm. And that's not because of experience. It's because I've done so many different things. And I remember one of my previous managers, you know, said to me, you know, you don't want to be a jack of all trades, a master of none. Master but actually, I've proven that, that person wrong. Mm. Because when you look at, I've done sales, I've done marketing, I've done tech, 
Do you know what I mean? People mm-hmm. automatically assume that all of those things don't go together. So I think if you're passionate about something, go and do it. You may fail, but actually, if you failed, you've done something right because mm. you've gone out and you've tried something. And then the other biggest piece of advice that I would give is mm. bring your genuine self to the table. Like, mm. and I, I can't stress that. that enough. When I started at Meta, for example, during my interview, I said, I don't use Facebook products. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Straight away, that's it. And I said that the only to the only product that I use of yours is WhatsApp, and I was using it prior to the acquisitions. <laughs> the reason why I said that is because I'm coming with my genuine self. I'm passionate in anything that I do, and I think I can do a good job. And the job spec, it had my name on it. And lo and behold, I've been in the company two years, and I've moved around into roles. And going back to that whole ethos that I said, where you know jack of all trades, master of none. I'm now running our marketing team, marketing managing our marketing partners. And I don't have marketing expertise, but that's not my background. But again, mm. I've been able to prove that actually this is something I'm passionate about. So I'm going to do a good job. Powerful words from a powerful man. And just just to build on that, you know, I've heard the whole jack of all trades being from a sort of non-conventional background as well. The full quote for those listening, a jack of all trades is a master of none, but oftentimes better than a master of one. Set no go. limits. There you go. And Theus? It's been emotional. Thank you so much. (laughs) Take care. You too.